Visit the Classic Wood Floors showroom on West Plainview Road or at ClassicWoodFloors.com. This is the Elijah Hart Show with Springfield's premier news analysis and opinion on 93.3 and AM 560, the new KWTO. All right, one more segment to go. And guess what? It's our last segment of the day, which means it's time for the snake draft today. We're going to snake draft our favorite voices of all time. Garrett, let's play some music. It's time for another snake draft on the Elijah Har Show. Come on, I Vote for your favorite list on Twitter at 933KWTO or on the Elijah Har Show Facebook page. All right, Garrett. Do you want the first pick or do you want picks two and three? I kind of want the first pick on this one because I think there's a a clear-cut 1-1. I think there is a number one. I'm going to let you have it. Yeah, I, it's it's a it's a one one, but I don't know if it turns head or shocks people. I'm going Morgan Freeman. That's that's obviously the number one it's, pick in the draft. It has it's to obviously. be. So it's also ironically one of the few American accents. That's true. There's a lot of foreign accents that people pick because they're so unique. Morgan Freeman. It's it's an obvious one. It is. So uh, obviously we've been limiting ourselves to uh, mortals. Where we'll say uh, you can't you can't pick God, but I can. Pick the guy who has voiced God and played God, maybe more than anyone else in the history of movies or media in general. So, Morgan Freeman, uh, I think it's a great pick. I mean, his voice is iconic. Anything from narration to acting. I feel like we should have had some of these voices queued up and ready to play. That can I hear your best Morgan Freeman voice? I mean, I'm not going to do it justice, but he. He's, he sounds quite like this. I don't know. I can't. I can't do it. <laughs> it's a little more Tom Hardy as Bane. That was. I was made by the Lord. <laughs> but I'm glad you picked your number one voice. That's <laughs> Morgan Freeman. Uh, that's a good one. That's a good one. All right. So I get two picks. Um, I'm going to have to go. I think the greatest voice of all time is going to be Sean Connery. Yeah, it's a good one. Uh, the original James Bond, the OG, plus he's been in so many other movies. Uh, what very few people know about James, uh, Sean Connery is he was like a top 10 in the Mr. Universe competition at one point. If you ever Google, you'll look at him and be like, he looks like an average guy on the beach. Like, yeah, he's got some abs, but not at all today's steroid groups. He's just, you know, in good shape. Got some abs and maybe some traps. Abs and traps. Yeah, that's about it. <laughs> but Sean Connery, I'm going to make him my uh, my number one pick. James Bond, you can't beat his his I don't know, Scottish accent. Is that what he had going on? I should know this, but I don't. I, it, it was it, he pulled from a lot of different regions. I'm pretty sure. When I was one about doing the best, that wasn't bad. It's. Uh, it, I mean, it I, wasn't I, great, but it was. I can't <laughs> finish the line because. But if you want to see the line, 
go and watch The Rock with Nicolas Cage and Sean Connery. That's my that's my favorite line of Sean Connery, but great accent. My number two pick, also an American pick, and I'm going to do it as well. All right, all right, all right. Yeah. Matthew McConaughey. Come on. Here's the amazing thing about McConaughey. That guy, sexiest man alive. I know you want to be the sexiest man alive. Matthew McConaughey has won the award, and he's got the voice. Both my top two picks, both were sexiest man alive and have amazing voices. I don't know if Morgan Freeman's won that award or not. Maybe that doesn't matter. But I think these two picks both crush it in the category. No, Matthew so McConaughey's got like that classic Texas accent, plus a little bit of like air of mystery included because he grew up in like Australian stuff. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. It's a it's a really good pick. Um, I'm gonna I got I got back to backs here, and there's one guy I want to take, but I don't know if you're gonna think of him. It's a it's a little bit too high to take him. I will admit that right off the bat, but I still have to take him. I'm gonna stick with my uh, my modern actors range here. He plays the same character in pretty much every movie that he's in, but he kills it. Liam Neeson. Oh, interesting. His voice. I, I hadn't thought about his voice. Particular set of skills. He's you are terrible so good. at accents. I am. And, and my, I'm just my sort throat of bad. is killing me. You're just like terrible. I got <clears throat> I I I'm you've heard me throughout the show like clearing my throat and stuff. I don't know what's going on. I think it's just allergies in the air. I don't feel sick otherwise. I I just think it's uh I just think it's Monday. I will give you it's a great pick. Um it's a surprising pick. Um but it's a good one. It, it was too high to take him. I knew that, but I I wanted him on the board, um, and I know that you have two picks in a row coming up. I didn't want to risk it. Who who what's it, what's his, what's your favorite role? Where he is it is it taken? I mean, taken's great. That seems to be sort of the defining role. I thought he was like the one bright spot in the Phantom Menace, but I think taken sort of his defining role. I was gonna bring that up. I I grew up a fan of Star Wars and Phantom Menace and things like that. And had no idea who Liam Neeson was because I was a kid. We got to go back. Morgan Freeman, you picked him number one. Defining role of Morgan Freeman. Oh, man. Um, God in Evan Almighty. What? <laughs> Interesting. I was going to say the Shawshank Redemption. No, that, uh, that or Lucius Fox in Oh, that's Dark a good Knight. one, too. That's a good one, too. That's a good one, too. Uh, so, all right. Well, then let's go back. I picked Sean Connery. As much as I want to say James Bond because that's his defining role. The Rock is always the one that I can hear him from because of the great line. And then Matthew McConaughey, I think, I always think of him accepting awards and giving the all right or all right. I think the premier Matthew McConaughey role, it's not Wolf of Wall Street, although I love his role in that. Actually, it's too small in that one. It's True Detective. Have you seen that? Probably not. I've I've seen like clips and stuff so that it's, goes it's, viral on TikTok every it's once in a while. Him and uh, I think Vince Vaughn play a couple. Of, no, Vince Vaughn's on the second one. It's him and Woody Harrelson play two detectives that are hunting a serial killer, and Matthew McConaughey. I think it's the best role he's ever played. There's a great line about he he's never quite sure if he's crazy because there's a little bit of this like ghost element to it, and there's this one scene where he's like. You know, some days you just think you're crazy, and then some days you think you're mainlining the truth of the universe. And it's like, I don't know. I think it's amazing. Uh, he was also in Dallas Buyers Club, which, real quick, is that a good movie? Because <sighs> no. I've heard a lot of good things about it. The acting is fine. The movie's not that enjoyable. I thought it was overrated and, and over over 
overhyped. And yeah, it, it, I think it won an Academy Award, but it was not that great. Gotcha. Okay. But I will tell you, it, it nobody remembers this. If you watch that movie, the evil doctors in the movie, one of them is Dr. Fauci. Really? Well before we knew about Dr. Fauci. Yeah, it's amazing. I know. No, nobody knows that. And then you go back and you're like, wait, what? <laughs> he plays an evil doctor? Well, oh, no. Dr. Fauci was around in this time period and was basically like blocking these medications to people and stuff. Wow. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The the, the spin goes deep as You did usual. not know that uh, the Dallas Buyers Club was a QAnon movie like Sound of Freedom. No. <laughs> uh, third pick, Darth Vader, Mufasa. James Earl Jones. Yeah, yeah, I had him on my list. That's a good one. It's it's a classic. I, I'm sad I have to strike through that one because, uh, although, what's the movie that you, what's the movie you most associate with him? Star. I'm a big Star Wars guy, so actually, okay. I have two Star Wars actors on my list. That's wild. You do, you do. Um, so while I agree with you, I think his greatest movie is Field of Dreams. I yeah. love his role in Field yeah. of Dreams. Love it so much. But you're right. James Earl Jones is a great voice. It is. He's a happy guy. He he passed away a couple years ago, I think, didn't he? If I'm remembering correctly. Hmm. Beats me. All I right. I, well, <laughs> the problem it with the I love problem that we did zero prep. We just like, we're going to pick this list. Let's start picking names. So here's the problem with saying that somebody is no longer alive on live radio. Now you have to go and actually look and make sure you're saying the right in folks. If he's not, I am going to be di- uh, not disappointed. I'm going to be happy that he's alive, but I'm going to be embarrassed. He is alive. Okay, he's good. We're fine. James Earl Jones, alive and well since 1953. You know who else is alive and well? Bob Barker, 99 and a half years old. Is he? Yes. Not a boy. I read this, this stat today and I didn't believe it. Babe Ruth hit almost 500 home runs after after Bob Barker was born. <laughs> That's how old he is. Wow. It's yeah, amazing. 99. Jeez. Yeah. He looks pretty good for 99. He does, doesn't he? Um, okay. I've got three names in two spots. Mm, 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 mm. Uh, all right. I'm going to have to take for my number three pick. I'm going to take Michael Kane. No. I that was mean, a good pick. Yeah, I was going to take yeah. him fourth. He's a guy who maybe could have played James Bond because he's got that accent. But he's awesome in everything he is. He's another Batman, you know, alum because he played Butler in the Batman. Um, if I had to pick out Michael Caine's defining role, ooh, that's a tough one. I mean, Batman's the most obvious to me, but I feel like some of his younger roles when he was he was probably are better. I'm gonna, I'm gonna still take him as but, as Alfred the Butler. He was awesome. He was, and I'm not too familiar with his older work, obviously, or work when he was young. So. That that's the one I can relate to most. He did turn in like the seventies and eighties. I'm a big fan of him. Uh, all right, for my last and final pick, I can go with the front runner, or I can go with the. I, I got. I'm gonna. I'm gonna take. I'm gonna make my Michael Vick pick. Yes. Um, Ted Levine. Okay. Yeah. So Ted Levine played uh, Buffalo Bill in Silence of the Lambs, but Ted Levine also played Rusty Nail in Joyride. And if you've ever seen Joyride, Joyride is about two guys that get on a CB radio on a cross-country road trip. They end up talking to some trucker they don't know, and they, they, they make a joke at the trucker's expense, and the trucker ends up stalking them across the country, 
You never in the entire movie see the trucker. You just hear his voice over the CB radio. And at one point, they don't think he knows who they are. So they throw the CB radio out the car. They're driving away, blah, blah, blah. They end up at some gas station. And then somebody's like, oh, I, like somebody's messing with your car. And they go out and they see a note that says, look in the trunk. And they open the trunk. and The CB radio has been put back in the trunk. And it's it's a great movie. It's a little bit kitschy. But Ted Levine... Like I said, Buffalo Bob in Silence of the Lambs. He's actually been in a ton of stuff. Sort of a B-list actor. But once you've listened to either um, Silence of the Lambs or um, Joyride, his voice is incredibly distinct. He's also in Heat, which may be the greatest bank robbery movie ever. You've never seen Heat. Looks a little bit like Bob Odenkirk. Yeah. Um, Yeah, With longer hair, maybe. Yeah, longer hair, balding yeah. a little bit on the sides, but yeah, uh, yeah, yeah I, I see it a yeah, little bit. Yeah, I bet you've seen none of these movies. Have no. you seen Heat? No. Silence uh, of the Lambs? No. Oh. I know, I, I know, I don't know. You, There's two uh, <sighs> TV series that you've been trying to get me to watch for months now, and I just, I can't, I can't bring myself to do it. Just pick anything. Just watch something. Watch. <laughs> You'll get all of my jokes. Just participate in culture, please. Yes, please. <laughs> <laughs> I have a lot for my final pick. I kind of want to go more distinctive here. I got a lot of good. More distinctive. Yeah, well, I got a lot of deep, slightly raspy voices, um, which is great. A voice that I would love to have. But I'm going to go I'm going to go with one that sticks out a little bit more, one that everybody kind of has a version of. Um, I'm not going Kermit the Frog, though that would be hilarious. Uh, I'm, I'm going I'm going Christopher Walken. Oh, Man, just maybe one of if if it's not Trump, it's Christopher Walken one for the of most quoted of all time. Favorite jokes? Do you remember the guy who played Superman, Christopher Reeve? Yeah. Do you know what Christopher Reeve wants to be for Christmas? Christopher Walken. Wait, why? <sighs> what? Christopher Reeve was in a wheelchair. That's horrible. I, <laughs> we can't terrible. say that on air. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Christopher Walken has a great voice, and my favorite Christopher Walken fact is. He was another one of these people that I, I believe um, randomly shows up and volunteers at stuff and doesn't tell people he's going to be there. Love that. So Christopher Walken's famous for like, oh, yeah, we're all like carrying stuff. And all of a sudden somebody's like, you you sound familiar. It's Christopher Walken. He'll just walk in. He'll just walk in. Um, favorite role for him, defining role for Christopher Walken, obviously Wedding Crashers. Well, um, that, I think- that might be your favorite. The greatest <laughs> Christopher Walken role of all time, there's no deb- debate about this is true romance. There is a scene with him and Dennis Hopper and Christopher Walken just kills it in that movie. Is that similar to Bad Romance? The Lady Gaga song? It is not similar at all. Not related? Okay, just making sure. Um, let's go over... Um, you said you had two picks and three options, so I'm going to run through and then we can do some uh, little honorable mentions here. We got more time than usual after a snake draft. So You know, it's it, it, it's interesting doing these picks. We, we, should, we could do honorable mentions. I like this. Yep. Um, so for producer Garrett here, Morgan Freeman, Liam Neeson, James Earl Jones, and Christopher Walken. And then for Elijah, Sean Connery, Matthew McConaughey, Michael Caine, and Ted Levin. Yep. Ted Levin. So Levine, I don't know. I don't know. Um, you can go, um, quick facts, real quick. We didn't pick any singers. That's why. I want to do dose, dose honorable mentions. One honorable mention and one least favorite voice. I like the least favorite voice because that was going to be one of my honorable mentions. Oh, great. So my honorable mention happy voice is Charlton Heston, who played Moses. Amazing. My honorable mention terrible voice, I'm sorry, I'm going to have to say Mike Tyson. That's a tough one to listen to. It's a tough one to listen to. (laughs) 
I was watching these Netflix untold stories last night, and they're doing one about Jake Paul, and Mike Tyson is featured prominently discussing him. And after a while, I'm like, I just can't listen to Mike Tyson with that intense lisp. It's it's very difficult. Yeah, he uh, he has all the money in the world. You'd think you could eventually find a way to fix that, no? He printed the tattoo on his face. I don't feel like his decision-making is 10, 10 out of 10. That's a good – he has bit ears. So I guess, yeah, <laughs> might not be the best decision uh, decision-maker – for so I already had Liam Neeson, so we had my bu- my bases covered with this sort of section of the world. But uh, Jason Statham doesn't get enough credit oh, for the voice he has. He does do a good. St- he, I I do like Jason Statham. What's the uh, transporter? I've the seen transporter. those movies. One, two, those and three. Are, yep, There's I've a s- bunch of them. I've seen all He's three actually, for some reason. I prefer him in like Snatch. He's awesome in Snatch. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and Hobbs and Shaw, the new Fast and Furious. I have not seen it. This is the one movie you've seen that I have not. Oh wow. Um, and then for least favorite voice, I eh. some people have voices where you just feel bad for them. That's how I feel about Gilbert Gottfried. Yeah, it's, it's a, he's made a lot of money off his voice now. He as has, bad as it is, he's made tons of money off you it. You can't feel that bad for him, but at the same time, man, it must be really, really hard. Um, and just to sound like Gilbert Gottfried. That actually, that one was pretty bad. Uh, interesting that we didn't have any singers on here i was I'm afraid shocked that we had no clips of these people speaking because we're terrible doing their voices i was afraid that you were going to uh like i was i was i was afraid you were going to just pick like freddie mercury or something like that oh, no, 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 and no. that yeah that would have thrown off the entire draft like I, I was thinking maybe aretha franklin or someone like that but oh we we did pretty good about sticking to the spirit of the draft here yeah i and we we both agreed that the voice of god was not an option okay we did yeah that's that's I, I still feel bad about last week with the awards thing. I, I didn't sleep much that night. As we do every day, we finish with a quote of the day. Quote of the day from Henry Wadsworth Longfellow. The human voice is the organ of the soul. We'll see you tomorrow on the Elijah Hart Show. To the New York Island From the Redwood Forest to the Gulf Stream water